I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Okay, I'm on my way to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> so, <laughs> run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. To another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen. And today we're going to give you guys a really special day in the life featuring the used book superstore. Can you edit in some cool music there? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a drum roll. Mm. Okay. This so, is, wait, this is our first day in the life together. I know. We usually, usually do separate. our separate ones. Yeah. But yeah, we were together for most of today so far. So a lot of this will be us together. This is our second time at the used book superstore. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like out of the way a little bit from where we are. It wasn't that far from Vicky, but um, it's like kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And it's just this giant bookstore mm-hmm. where everything is like at least reduced price. A lot of them are super, super cheap. Like a lot of the books are under $10, I would say. Yeah. There's some that are like $3. Um, and then a lot of the, like, they have a lot of new books, too, that are only, like, $2 off or whatever, but everything's at least reduced a little bit, and on the front of the store, it says they have over 100,000 books. Which is so true. Yeah, it feels like it. I think the biggest reduced one, which is still a lot, but House of, what is it, Flame and Yeah, Shadow. Because that is $33, and I think it was 25 Yeah. Which, if you wanted it in hardcover, that is a great deal, a $25 yeah. hardcover. Um, but still did not get it. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start with the morning. Okay. We woke up separately. No slumber party, guys. No slumber party. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was no slumber party. I woke um, up at nine. You woke up early because you texted me. Early. How did you know? You texted me. <laughs> you woke up at nine? Yeah. I set an alarm to wake up because I took melatonin last night. <laughs> you were like, damn, I'm going to be fucking out. Yeah, I woke up to your text. At 9 o'clock, you had texted me at 8.27. Wow. So you woke up What did I say at 8.27? You sent the hard eyes. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because the night before, Vicky had texted me that she was making a sweet treat, and I felt bad that I didn't answer last night, so (laughs) I woke up and immediately sent three hard eyes emojis. (laughs) That's so funny. So I actually woke up at 7.45. Whoa. Um, Like, Virginia's sick, so she was, like, coughing a lot and, like, sneezing and stuff, so it it kind of woke me up a little bit. Um, I know. <laughs> I know. So then also like Maya's not the quietest in the morning. Love you, Maya. Guys, Maya's sitting here. With... Or is she a grazer? She's a grazer. So she doesn't uh... wake us up for food. She wants to be pet. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> she gets really mad if you're not up at the right time petting her. So basically, if she knows that you are awake, she oh. needs to be pet. Um, she'll get really mad. So it, Virginia wakes up a lot in the middle of the night, and I don't. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of the night, if she senses that Virginia's awake, she like needs to be pet. And so, like a couple of nights ago, she bit Virginia's hand in the middle of the night because Virginia wasn't petting her. <laughs> like she really wants to be pet, That's and so, so she could tell that I was awake, and she wanted me to pet her. So I laid in bed petting her until eight thirty, and she really enjoyed that. She likes when we're both home. Sweet girl. She is a sweetie pie. I love this cat. So then, laid in bed until 8.30. I guess I sent you hard eyes around that time. (laughs) Yeah, when you were done petting her. And then Virginia kept calling me a hag 
because she asked me if I could give her a neck massage because she's not feeling well and like her neck hurts and I was like oh no like I don't want to do that and so then she kept calling me a hag and she was like you're a hag she just called you yeah I know she called me a hag right now it's like a new nickname I guess that has started today (laughs) um and then I did my skincare stuff made espresso with the brown sugar creamer and then I was sipping on that while I did my makeup and then I sipped on my coffee with Virginia for a bit, got on the express train over to your place, mm-hmm. started snowing. Yep. What was your morning? Um, so I woke up at nine via alarm clock. Um, Lou actually did wake me up at like seven because he's used to my school schedule now. And I woke up and when I saw the time, I was like, hell no, boy, go back to bed. So I was like kind of awake the whole time from like seven to nine. And then when I woke up, I walked Lou. Um, we had a nice little walk together. Did and he stick his head in the bush? He did stick his head in the bush, yeah. And Vicky was telling me that he saw a bird in this one bush, like, days ago, and he remembers what bush it is, and he always sticks his head in there looking for it. He said, where are you? I love that dog. <laughs> um, he was a very good boy on our walk. And then I put our sweet treat in the oven mm-hmm. when I got back from the walk, which was an almond croissant from trader joe's it was so good phenomenal um i got ready i just got dressed and then i blow dried my hair a little bit made some coffee i've been watching this new show the traders i started it when i went home is that where like two people are in there in that big mansion it's like real reality celebrities yeah 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 yeah. i've seen Um, when i was home my sister and i didn't know what to watch and so we started watching traders and it wasn't done yet there's still a few more episodes so me and my sister still watch it separately now and then we just like text about it so i watched like half the episode and then you arrived via express train so yeah the express train is when you take an uber (laughs) if you guys didn't know um so we have like the train train here which is um sorry i'm trying to get her eyebooker off but she's not but even though we're like maybe six miles apart yeah so the train still takes an hour because you have to go you have to go like this way out of the way when you Mm -hmm. take the t versus when you drive you can make a direct straight line so it takes an hour and a half versus 20 minutes yeah so it's crazy so we usually opt for the express train now Mm -hmm. because it's not like that expensive of an uber but honestly 10 bucks i think yeah i took it to you yeah it's not that bad and that's how much it was when I took the train up to you, like, the commuter rail. So, yeah. it's kind of fine. And so, I got there really fast. And then we set off on our adventure. Yeah. I learned that Vicky has seat warmers, which I definitely knew. I just re-remembered mm-hmm. it. And that was a really lovely experience. Because it we was were, snowing at this point. It was snowing. Chilly. And it was, like, a good snowing where it wasn't, like, we can't see the road. It was just, mm-hmm. like, adding kind of a vibe. Yeah. And it was a great ride. We were shooting the shit. God only knows what we were talking about. Our weeks catching up yeah and then we got to the motherland it's the motherland and i went crazy yeah and we really got sucked into a time warp because jen got to my place at like 10 yeah like 10 15 i guess yeah and then like by the time we walked out of the bookstore it was noon yeah and i was like how did this happen i, I don't know but the way the bookstore is set up it's like i guess it's set up like a library how it has yeah. the tall bookshelves and then yes. everything's in like alphabetical order but um, it's like there's no romance section even it's all just like mixed together it's all just fiction yeah um which i guess like a legit library kind of yeah. has 
So it's separated into like fiction, like there's like a war section, a yeah. history section. There's like sections fantasy. we never go in. I yeah. swear someone's always farting in there. Yes. <laughs> like, because, okay, so here's what happened when we got in there. We never even went in that room. There's never anything good in that room, and it always smells like farts. Are you- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last time we went there, there was this room, and honestly, I feel like maybe I farted in it. I honestly don't know. I don't remember. But today, it definitely wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%, <laughs> I know for a fact. We went over towards the same area where it smelled bad last time. Maybe because of me, I don't remember. <laughs> But this time, it, it smelled, smelled so bad. It smelled like farts. And I was like, Vicky, it smells like farts here. And she was like, this is where it smelled like farts last time. It's in this, like, little discounted nook where, like, the books are, like, a penny. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't go into that area because it smelled so bad over there. But, like, the books in there are kind of weird because, like, I feel like they're the ones that just have not sold, like, at all. Yeah, I forgot what's really in there. Really short when we got it, or like really pretty quickly, like immediately when we got in there, we saw a sprayed edges of Iron Flame, mm-hmm. which was crazy. And Fourth Wing. Yeah, and Fourth Wing, but it was like the new version, like the special edition version of yeah. Fourth Wing. And I think they were both like $25, so still not even It was still like discounted. expensive, but some people really want that Iron Flame with the four, like the um, yeah. sprayed edges. To see a sprayed edge in there, damn. Yeah, and they had a section that was, like, the Owl Crate exclusive versions that have mm-hmm. been donated. I didn't see anything interesting over there, but that's no. cool. Yeah, so there's – the first section is, like, new bestsellers or something like that. Yeah. And those are all, like, barely discounted. Yeah. Um, but they still are. It's, like, are, a couple bucks so, off, yeah. Um, and these – like, everything in there is used. So these books are were in, like, phenomenal condition. So, like, fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jen and I have our system where we go down – and look at the books on one side the entire way down and then we turn around and look at the books on the other side yeah all the way down there's a lot of books yeah one time there was this lady like blocking us and then vicky was like well maybe we should just turn around and look at the other side and i was like that's not our system like I, <laughs> we can't do that we have to scan each side really individually and virginia had said that she wanted to come with us and Vir- um, vicky and i spent so long on each aisle after the first aisle i was like virginia would have hated this yeah, she, she would have wanted, wanted to, to leave home. so bad it was like because we took our time yeah. we looked at every single thing and they literally had everything. Like, if you There's are on so Bookstore, like, books. they had every single possible thing you could ever want. Yeah. Like, there's, like, 15 copies of Verity. Like, there's, like, any popular book, there's, like, at least five copies of it. Yeah. It was and crazy. I feel like, I don't know. I just have this thought. Like, you're in a used bookstore, right? So, you're yeah. expecting used book prices. And some of them are only discounted by, like, a couple bucks. Yeah. Which is amazing. Like, if you want that book, it is worth it. Half of them are in very good condition. Yeah. Like, the ones you're getting for $3 are not in good condition. Yeah. But then, like, in my mindset, I'm like, it should be cheaper. I don't want it. Yeah, I feel that. Even though if I yeah. went to a bookstore and bought it, it would be so expensive. But here's the thing is that you and I honestly don't really buy, like, new books. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this isn't really, like the place for us like you're not really buying new books right now because you're living with your friends so you don't really have like the space and I also don't really have the space for new books so I like read a lot from the library and so I'm a Libby girl now I know so we're we're very like heavy heavy Libby girls but if you are the kind of person who like buys books this would be like your heaven Mm -hmm. because you could get everything so much cheaper 
Like, I saw so many books that I want to read. Yeah, But I same. just kept saying in my head, I could get this on Libby. Yeah, no, like, literally. So, like, why um, spend money when I can get this on Libby? So, what I started doing, like, as we were going through was any book that I wanted, I picked it up. Because I was like, I'm just going to look at them all together at the end and see, like, which ones I want to get. So, I was picking up a lot of books. And, like, some of them were really good deals. Some of them were, like, brand new books that were, like, just came out that were already so cheap. But then I was, like, at the end, Vicky and I were, like... I could read all these on Libby. So we mm-hmm. narrowed down the pile a lot. Um, this lady stole a book out from under Vicky. Not that she wanted it. I kept trying to get Vicky to buy books. I tried to get her to buy this one book called Tell the Wolves I'm Home that I read in high school. The moment Jen said, <laughs> Jen was like, "This I read this great book. It's called the Tell, wolves, the, wolves tell the Wolves I'm Home. And then all of a sudden she goes, I read it in high school. I like walked away. Yeah, she literally <laughs> immediately like, stopped listening here. Let me look at the... Um, summary, and then you can decide if you would read it or not. Tell the wolves, (laughs) tell the wolves I'm home is the debut novel of American writer blah blah blah. It follows the life of June Elbus, a 14 year old girl whose gay uncle died of AIDS in the 1980s, and the subsequent friendship she develops with his boyfriend. It's so good, guys. I swear. So basically, this is jogging my memory. So the girl June is. Her uncle's, like, the only one who understands her. I think he's, like, the only one who kind of, like, treats her as, like, an adult. Like, her parents are very distant or, like, something like that. And so her uncle's, like, the only person in her life that she can, like, loves and, like, be herself around. And then he, um, dies. And so she's at his funeral and the family's, like, up at the front or whatever. And there's this guy who's kind of, like, hanging around the back. And she notices that he looks, like, really, like upset I think she says something like he looks like he feels the same way that I feel like as torn up about this as I do and so she goes over to talk to him and she's like how did you know him like I've never seen you before and she recognized everybody else there Mm -hmm. and he had been her boyfriend but because it was like the 1980s they were like very very quiet about their relationship so the two of them kind of like form this bond over like the grief that they're feeling and it was so good I swear, Vicky. She's like, <laughs> she's laughing. I swear it's good, guys. It was so good. Um, so that was one of the ones I tried to get Vicky to read. I tried to get her to read or to buy Miracle Creek, which is like where they're on the submarine that explodes. And then a lady snatched it. Yeah, and then this lady came up and grabbed it. <laughs> and Vicky wasn't gonna buy it anyway. No, I'm, I'm not very persuasive. But yeah. she compliment. She told Jen. So Jen had read Miracle Creek, but not this book by the same author. So she got it. And then the lady told Jen that was a phenomenal book, and she hadn't read Miracle Creek. It was so a cute little exchange. Jen exchange. It was like, well, that one's really. Good. Yeah, there were like two books by the same author, and she hadn't read one, and I had read the other. Here, well, let me look up the summary for the one, because this one I actually did end up buying. It was another book by Angie Kim, who was the author of Miracle Creek, which I loved. And I picked up Happiness Falls. Just because it was the same author, I honestly don't know much about what it's about. So let's find out. This dog always barks. Um... We didn't call the police right away. Those are the first words of this extraordinary novel about a biracial Korean-American family in Virginia whose lives are upended when their beloved father and husband goes missing. Maya, the irreverent, hyper-analytical 20-year-old daughter, has an explanation for everything, which is why she isn't initially concerned when her father and younger brother Eugene don't return from a walk in a nearby park. They must have lost their phone or stopped for an errand or something. But by the time Mia's brother... 
did I say Maya? I think mm-hmm. it's Mia. By the time Mia's brother runs through the front door bloody and alone, it becomes clear that the father in this tight-knit family is missing, and the only witness is Eugene, who has the rare genetic condition Angelman syndrome and cannot speak. What follows is both a ticking clock investigation into the whereabouts of a father and an emotionally rich portrait of a family whose personal secrets just may be at the heart of his disappearance. Full of shocking twists and fascinating questions, it's a mystery, a family drama, blah, blah, blah. I I think it's going to be great. I hope she, like, knows someone who has some of these disabilities, because I think it's really weird that she's written two books about disabilities. Yeah, let's, like... Because you said the first book was about, like, autism. Yeah. Let's do a deep dive. But that does sound good. I just think, like... I'm not against reading Miracle Creek. I just yeah. think I could totally get off Libby. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> and that is my ingrained thought at this point. Because I know if I bought a book today, it was just going to sit on my shelf anyway. Like, I wasn't going to read it yet because I have so many books I want to read Yeah, right that's now. so true. And then they had the entire Throne of Glass box set, the hardcover oh, one. Oh, the new one. Oh, with the cute new covers. And it was for 196 which is a great deal because it's originally like 300 but I still don't have $196 to spend on that. So, whatever. Yeah, but if you wanted to if buy you a $300 it. set of books, which, you know what? I'd rather buy it used because I yeah. don't want the money to go to Sarah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> she's She's got so Fuck much money. That. Like, um, I think it's criminal the price she's selling her books at right now. I'm sorry. Well, I think that like, all of the hardcovers coming out are that much. Like, it's not just her. It's everybody. Like, they're disgusting. $30 now. Like, a hardcover book is 30 bucks. $30 for a book. Like, that's so Yeah, like, it's crazy. I love books, and I can't make that make sense in my mind. Hardcovers used to be, like, $18. Yeah, but that's, like, the low price of a paperback. Paperback, yeah. Like, some paperbacks are 20 Ugh. Yeah, I found a box set of the Shadow and Bone series for $20 and to me that's great that's three books for $20 like that is a good deal but even that I did put back because I was like it was the same thing that you said like when am I gonna read this Mm -hmm. because right now I have Crooked Kingdom on my TBR guys and that has been there forever and that's like the thought that I had was like I cannot buy this series until I finish her other series like I can't do that because it would just sit around yeah Jen Um, has so many books to read I know. Damn. You picked up... What did you pick up? Eleanor Oliphant. Yeah. Which I've read. I just wanted to own it, and it was only three bucks. But then I didn't see anything else, and I genuinely just didn't want to buy one book. I feel that. Like, it's almost... I'd rather have bought, like, four books. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. So I did put it back. That was really strong there of you. there were so many good books. But again, I had... Every time I saw a book, I was like... One, like you said, my... I have a very tiny room... And yeah. I have, like, no, even the um, copy of Remarkably Bright Creatures You Got Me, mm-hmm. it's, like, awkwardly sitting on the cart because I've run out of room on yeah. it. And so I'm just, like, these are going to sit somewhere in my room that's going to make it look cluttered, and I'm yeah. probably not even going to read them anytime soon. Yeah. So. It's definitely, like, you got to consider that we live in Boston and the apartments are very small and we don't have a lot of space right yeah. now. 
And like like I said, if you're a book buying person, you could go crazy here. Yeah. But that's just not us. I feel like for us, honestly, we just want to wander around in there. Mm-hmm. And that was like the fun of it was just looking around. And seeing what books are in there. Like yeah. I forgot what book we saw that we were like shocked to see it. I can't remember. Maybe it was like Happy Place. There's a few books where I'm like, I can't believe they have that. There was a lot of like brand new books there, yeah. which was crazy. If they would have had The Wake Up Call by Beth O'Leary, I think I would have gotten it. Yeah. And that's the thing is there were like, we went in there with very like specific things that mm-hmm. we were like interested in. And so it's like, they probably don't have like the 100, like the one thing we're looking for. Yeah. If I really wanted to read Flame and Shadow, I would have gotten that one. Yeah. But again, that's a huge book, and I have literally nowhere to put yeah, it. It's, like, giant. And I'm just going to get it on audiobook. Yeah. So I got The Wall of Winnipeg in Me, which is one of those, like, hockey romance books that's really popular. And I like to buy romance because I like to read romance. Like, there's a few books that I think are, like, narrated really well, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of really cringy yeah. romance narration out there. Most like, of them are. honestly, that's what I'm struggling with with Fangirl Down by Tessa Bailey right now. I'm listening to the audiobook. Because you got it from Libro, right? Yeah, I got it from Libro FM, like, advanced listening copies. And the audio is just so cringy. Like, he says baby a lot, and it makes me sick. And I'm honestly, like, I feel like if I was reading it, it wouldn't be that bad. But sometimes the audiobook's worse. I think that reading The Wall of Winnipeg and Me, I might like it more. I'll keep you guys updated. Another one I put back was I put back the fever code, even though it was, like, $5. (laughs) Because I was just like, do I need this? Vicky always tells me I need to read it, but... But even then, like, you don't need it. And, again, Libby. Yeah, Libby. Yeah, Fever Code is the It's probably available. To the Maze Runner series, which I love the Maze Runner series. We should um, do that as book club. They really killed the movies, which is sad, but the books were super good. And then Fever Code describes, it's when, like, Thomas and I forget the girl's name are, like, literally, like, five years old and they build the maze. So it's about them building the maze and then eventually entering the maze. So it gives you the whole backstory, which when I read it, I read it in undergrad and I really mm-hmm. liked it. Yeah, it's literally available on Libby. Yeah. So I didn't need to do that. I'm glad I put that one back. Um, I put back Let Us Descend by Jasmine Ward. I love all of her books. And this one was $12, which is good because it's like a brand new book. But I didn't want to buy another $12 book because Happiness Falls was $12. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, between those. Like, I picked up Happiness Falls, Let Us Descend by Jasmine Ward, Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez, and Christina Lauren's True Love Experiment. And those were I all I couldn't 12. believe when she picked that up, guys. <laughs> when <laughs> you grabbed Christina <laughs> Lauren's book, I, I tried was to like, be what about are it. you doing? <laughs> I tried to just, like, slip it in the pile. I know you didn't I heard anything, it was good. And I said, what'd you just grab? I heard it was good. Yeah, she kept saying that. She kept, like, turning her back, and I would try to grab something from the shelf and just, like, shove it in my pile. And she's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? And it was always, like, a book that I knew that you would be like, Jen, you don't need that. <laughs> Yeah, you <laughs> buying a hardcover of Christina Lauren's book you do not need. Yeah, so those were the four $12 books I picked up, and the only one I actually bought was Happiness Falls because I did not need the other you three. You seemed excited about that one. Yeah, I am really excited about that one because I loved Miracle Creek, and then that lady told me to get it. Yeah, and that so felt you like, needed it. That felt like maybe like a sign from the universe. I agree. That's the one you were like most excited yeah, about. Yeah, I agree. 
And then you got Honey Girl. I got a new copy of Honey Girl because, number one, it was $6 and in perfect condition. And hardcover. And hardcover. And my copy of Honey Girl is destroyed. Mm -hmm. And this is one of my all-time favorite books. So, like, I feel like I need to have a nice copy of it. Because, like, I would love to lend that book to somebody, but I would never lend it to someone in the way that it is now. Like, Like, I am just embarrassed. I can't believe you got hardcover for six bucks. I know. And, like, that price was a lot better than some of the other prices. So, I was like, honestly, this is totally worth it it i'm really happy with the three books that i picked i filled up a cart full of books guys wait what was the other one you got the third one the wall of winnipeg and me oh yeah yeah. i got that romance i got happiness falls and Mm -hmm. i got honey girl and i'm like really happy with that two books i haven't read yet and one that i have one that you needed to replace yeah because if you guys don't know i was reading honey girl on the beach and And i don't even know in the ocean i chucked it in the ocean no i don't even know i just like I read books at the beach and I'm not like careless about it, but something happened. I in think that it's one. impossible to not get a book ruined at the beach though. Because yeah. if you go in the water once, you come out, you have wet hands. Like it's just. Yeah, I also think it was like it just happened to be super windy, so like sand got in the pages. Like honestly, there's probably still sand in that book. <laughs> That's why I'm like I can't ever lend this to anyone. Yeah. yeah, I wish I was gonna get another copy of A Man Called Uva because mine is destroyed. Because um i spilled water on it and but they were all like not great prices i wish it came in hardcover though i would love a man called uva hardcover but i don't think he was big when he like got that one out probably was like instant paperback Mm -hmm. because the only one i've ever seen hardcover is anxious people and the winners yeah because those are like the most recent ones Yeah. yeah guys so that was our visit and then towards fun. the end, we realized we hadn't gone to the fantasy and the horror section, which I guess was separate. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of, like, thrillers mixed in, so I'm not yeah. sure, like... Ugh, Ruthless Vows was there. God, yeah, Divine, Divine Rivals. Rivals. But what were they, like, 12? They were 15? Yeah, they were 15, and, again, and they're usually, like... like, 19 or something, so it wasn't a yeah. huge discount, but they were there. If you guys are anywhere in the... What's this area called? The Northeast? Yeah. It was, like, in Burlington. Yeah. Burlington, Massachusetts. It's definitely worth a trip if you're, like, a book mm-hmm. buyer person, a book There's collector. There's also one in New Hampshire, because when I was looking at the address, it, like, originally Ooh. was going to take me to the New Hampshire one. Maybe we need to go to that one. Um, maybe. But, yeah, again, if you buy have, if you buy books and you have the space and you're, like, I want to buy Ruthless Vows, like, a $15 hard copy is perfect yeah. as opposed to a $19, like, if you're gonna buy it you might as well buy it from like, there yeah yeah i also feel like if i like had been reading a lot on like libyan stuff and then i like had more space and i wanted to fill up more shelves with like books that i've read but don't own i would yeah. totally go buy all of them there because that would just be such a good place to do that but yeah, yeah. our halls were small because we don't have space like that oh, but it was a great geez. experience and then we tried to go to the friendly toast but it was so busy. Yeah, it was like an hour and a half wait or something. So then we went to Prest, which was also crazy. Jen beat someone up for a table. Yeah, I had to give him the shakedown. No, basically we went up to order and the guy was like, are you eating here? Are you taking it to go? And I was like, I'm eating it here. And he was like, well, do you have a table? No. And I didn't. But I found a table. Yeah, and then our Jen stuff was to one. go. I got a breakfast burrito with bacon, egg, and cheese. And Vicky tried to get... A chicken a buffalo, buffalo chicken. with no bacon. But they put bacon in it. And she had to pick it out. Yeah. And it was still so very good, here. though. 
Yeah, mine was really good, too. It was really, like, filling, too, which I was really hungry. Yeah, it was yummy. And I got a coffee, drank out of water. Water. Water, water. And now we're here recording. With Maya. Yeah. What are you doing tonight? What am I doing tonight? Yeah. To finish That's your tough. day. I want to read more of Ruthless Vows. And oh, then so good. Virginia and I need to go to Target, maybe. We're out of dish soap completely, which sucks. And then I'm, like, basically out of espresso. So there's just, like, two things I need. If she doesn't feel good enough, because Virginia's sick right now, guys. Send prayers. She has a cold. <laughs> um, if she doesn't feel good enough, I'll probably just walk to Whole Foods or CVS and get stuff there. Tell her to take liquid IV. Okay. Let's that always do. snaps me out of a cold. Okay. Maybe if we go to Target, we'll pick some up. Those gross kid germs. Yeah. Like, that's what she thinks it is. It's yeah. like, because she's never gotten sick this much, like, ever, but gross kids you it's get the kiddos i know she gets mad because i don't i like never get sick but i like work from home there's i'm not yeah. interacting with anybody my immune system's probably shit though because i'm like so isolated <laughs> my first year though i think i got sick once a month yeah virginia is like I'm in like, her first year so that would only make sense sick once this year so yeah hopefully that happens to her what are, are you doing tonight <laughs> i'm going on a date yay tell us about where you're going um we are going bowling and while you wait for your lane they have a little restaurant attached that has flatbread pizza yum and tell them about how bowling is different here i found this really interesting guys yeah i'm really surprised you didn't know this but okay so actually so here's the thing i overheard my coworkers explaining this Mm -hmm. but it was like in the background and i had no idea what they were talking about and they're like candle pin bowling and that's basically yeah, all no, I heard. It's weird if you and don't was, know what it and is. And I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And I also don't give a shit about bowling, so I just zoned out. <laughs> yeah, so I hate bowling. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah, when Vicky told me she was going bowling tonight, I was like, ew. Yeah, it's not fun in Florida. But up here, there's, like, not regular bowling. Like, I genuinely would be surprised if you could regular bowl anywhere up here. That's I've crazy. never seen it. Um, basically, anywhere you go in Massachusetts is going to be candle pin bowling which the pins are a little smaller like not in like height wise but they're just like skinnier and then instead of a bowling ball that you have to like put your fingers in this is just like the honestly it's like a ski ball that's the best way to describe it like the weight of it um like how big it is so it's like a ski ball that sounds fun do you have to borrow shoes yeah, you still need bowling shoes. Um, that's another part that I hate. I think the lane is honestly a little smaller. Does but you it have could bumpers? Still get, you could. And you they have to, like, flip them up the old-fashioned way. Like, they're not automatic. You have to actually go and, like, pull them up. That's embarrassing. Um, is that embarrassing? No, like, they do it. Okay. They do it. Okay. Um, I'm definitely getting bumpers tonight because I'm you not can't very good at bowling. You can't embarrass yourself. <laughs> um, and so you get three balls when in regular bowling you get two – and you have to like manually keep track because there's no screens it's not automatic so you have to like keep your score which i think is really fun to like figure out how many like pins you got down and it's different like so a strike is still you get them down in your first try and a spare so you get them down in your second try and if you get all the pins down in your first in your third try you just get 10 points because 10 pins but Mm -hmm. you don't get like a strike or spare Ooh, okay okay yeah so i'm interested in this it's really fun. I like it because I hate bowling. Yeah. I hate my thumbs get stuck. It hurts your wrist. But this, like, it's just ski ball. Like, yeah, it's and literally... low key, I feel, like, embarrassed by how, like, light of a bowling ball I need. 
Like I'm, yeah. I'm always like hunting around because they have like twelve pounds, ten pounds, but eight then pounds, the and I'm like, I'm too small. Yeah, with no, the lighter I balls. need like a it child. Sucks. I need like a child ball, but yeah. then my thingies get stuck. I've I got know. big, beefy adult fingers, but I yeah. need like a child. I've weight. gone to throw it, and my thumb gets stuck. And yeah, like, oh, it's uh, when you have nails, you can't yeah. ball. Yeah. Yeah, this is so worse. This is so much fun, though. If you like ski ball, I think you'd really love candle pin. Okay, so guys, come to Massachusetts, go candle whatever bowling, mm-hmm. and go to the used book superstore. And that's a whole day. Yeah, I want to go to Target after this for sure. I really hope Virginia is a down. I love Target. Um, what are you reading? I'm reading Ruthless Vows, which is February book club. I'm obsessed with it. I can't wait to listen to it on my ride home. <laughs> yeah, I want to read I that have. today. So I got it with my free Audible credit. I have two hours left. I'm on chapter wow. 40. It is so exciting. It's I can't wait to talk about it. I think I'm on like chapter two. And it's already really good. Maybe mm-hmm. chapter three. But I'm reading the physical copy, and it's honestly difficult for me because I listen to audiobooks so much. I never sit down and read. So my attention span is, like, I non-existent. Yeah, I know. it's really hard to, like, readjust to, like, sitting down, focusing, and reading. Yeah. My brain just goes, like, a million miles an hour now, and I feel like having, a, like... Like, it's so different than it was, like, during the pandemic. Because now I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do laundry. I have to do this. Like, yeah. I'm, I can't turn my brain off like I could. I go through phases where, like, I can read. Like, I forgot. I read um, Nightbane. Yeah. And then I read. I reread Hunger Games. And I read one more. I think it was Lynn Painter's book. Yeah. Since then, that was beginning of January. I have not read a physical book. Yeah. I just can't sit down and do it. I read, like, my Kindle when I was on my Pittsburgh trip, like, on the plane and stuff, and, like, that was different. Like, it was, like, vacation vibes, but, like, during the day, like, it's so hard to read in my home, I feel like, because Mm -hmm. I look around and I'm like, I need to fold the laundry, I need to do the dishes, I need to do this. Like, it's so hard to read here. And you can listen to a book while you do that. Yeah, no, because that's the thing, is, like, when I listen to audiobooks, I'm like, okay, I'm being productive. And, like, honestly, I feel like I should work on that, because I feel like I should take the time to sit and relax even though nothing's like not everything's gonna be done well next week um well you'll be working yeah but i'm on vacation so i'm gonna hit jen up when i'm bored yeah and we're I gonna go to home. a bookstore or a coffee shop and while she works i'm gonna read yeah and like if we go to the tate near me there's brookline booksmith is like five minute walk away so like you could go browse and come back like you know and come back with some books yeah, Ruthless Vow. I definitely recommend the audiobook because the narration is so good. I did Divine Rivals as the audiobook, but it's I'm so gonna good. try to read Ruthless Vows. Um, but I might, I might switch. I don't know. I think it's I probably really have good. an audible credit. I'm excited that it's our book club. Yeah, I cannot wait to talk about it. Oh, because we didn't have Divine Rivals as a book club, so this will be. Yeah, fun. I think we were both shocked by how much we loved it. Well, we tried to have it for a book club like we several times, but like it just didn't work out because we didn't it have it at the same time. the time. Yeah, it was like yeah. always out of stock. So right now, I'm currently reading this book, Still Life, and this is also a totally different pace from what I'm used to. So it's also taken some adjustment, even though I'm listening to it as an audiobook. It's that like, cover looks so boring. <laughs> it is very character driven 1966 yeah it takes place in 1966 oh my god so basically it 
it's good. I am really enjoying it, but I have to mentally make, like, remember, like, this is not going to be a fast read. And doing that is hard, but I really love the characters in it. It's just, like, such an interesting cast of characters. So, the main guy, his name is Ulysses, and he was married to a woman named Peg. He goes off to the war, and while he's off at the war, Peg sleeps with a guy named Eddie and has a kid named Alice. And the whole war, he's trying to get back to Peg, and, like, he loves Peg, all of this stuff. And... But Peg's... But Peg was, Peg was, Peg fell in love with Eddie. So it was like an affair of the heart. Like she was like, she was in love. Not you justifying (laughs) it. Not me justifying Peg's affair. She was in love. Because the thing is like, that's how character driven this novel is. It's like, I know Peg. Like I know these people. Like I'm into it. Like I'm really into it. Like Peg, I I get you. You loved Eddie. Peg loved Eddie. Like she genuinely loved Eddie. And her husband was gone for so long. (laughs) Gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) And so then this is like the whole cast. Um. Ulysses, while he's um, out in the world, like, at war, he meets this woman named Evelyn. But Evan's, Evelyn's, like, an old woman. He, there's nothing romantic between them. But she changes his life because she is, like, a very artistic person and she changes his life, okay? So then I'm going to tell you the plot of this book right now. <laughs> okay. I know that's not what we usually do, but I'm just going to tell you because there's no way in hell you're ever going to read this book. Maybe it's sounding good. It is really good, okay? So... Then Ulysses finally comes home to London after the war. He met Evelyn when he was in Florence. He was, like, stationed in Florence, and he met Evelyn there. So he comes home to London, and he finds out that Peg is now in a, like, really abusive relationship with a guy named Ted. So (laughs) I don't know how that happened. And they, like, have a really weird relationship. And honestly, at the beginning of the book, I was... Wait, Peg's not with Eddie? No, Eddie left. I I think Eddie might have died. Eddie was just moving through town because he was American during the war, and he was stationed there but for a while, but then he got moved. Love. They were in love, but then he had to leave. So okay. then everybody left her, and she was left with Ted, and they became in this, like, really abusive relationship. Um, he, like, hits her and stuff. Ted is a bad guy. So Ulysses comes home and finds her in this mess with Ted, and he finds out she has this daughter, Alice, who is, like eight i don't know how the like i don't really know like the timeline here but alice is eight years old when he comes back and he's like oh my god you have this daughter named alice and then there's like this girl that has a disability in the town named Ginny, and Ginny gets pregnant but it seems like they thought that somebody was like taking advantage of Ginny, so they killed Ginny's boyfriend or this guy that they thought got Ginny pregnant but it turns out that guy didn't get Ginny pregnant and it was a mistake and they killed the wrong guy. And Ginny actually had, like, a boyfriend. And they were, like, in love. But they thought that somebody, like, raped Ginny. So they thought they killed the guy who got Ginny pregnant. But they just killed this random guy who was innocent. And this is just a side story. But then... <laughs> <laughs> so then... The, <laughs> the This um, old man from Florence sold... Died. And he left his villa to Ulysses because he had met him when he was stationed there and so Ulysses inherits this villa in Florence and Peg says to Ulysses take Alice with you to Florence like I don't want her to be here around me and Ted like we're not good for her like she'll be better off with you so Ulysses is like okay um I have to head out to Florence to take over this villa and I'm starting a new life after the war my wife is like obviously left me she's with Ted now so oh my God. I'm just gonna go take her child because why didn't she just 
leave Ted for... She can't leave Ted. It's, like, really toxic. And so then... Alice isn't even Ulysses' actual daughter because he's Eddie. Right, she's yes. Eddie's. Yeah. So Good he, man. but he like loves Alice. Like he um, treats Alice like his own daughter. So he and Alice head to Florence, but there's two owners of this bar, this popular bar, which is where like their life all centers around it. Peg is a performer there. Like she sings there. Their whole life like revolves around this bar, and it's owned by Cressy and Cole. And Cress, I think his name's Cress, it's not Cressy. Cress and Cole, and Cress decides to come to Florence with them. So it's Cress, Ulysses, and Alice, the kid. And the three of them go to Florence and start a new life there, and they bring a parrot. There was this parrot at the bar that lived there. And the parrot is so funny. His name's Craig. And he says the funniest shit. Like, he, um, he always tells Peg how much he doesn't like Ted. Like, the, <laughs> the bird is so funny. It's like Marcellus vibes. Like, it's very Marcellus vibes with this parrot. He's, like, really wise and stuff. And says, like, the funniest stuff. And I can't imagine if anybody is listening to this right now. <laughs> you guys so then, still with us? <laughs> so they all head off to Florence. Alice turns out to be a lesbian, which in this 1960s is crazy. Yeah. And then Alice meets Evelyn when she's at art school because Evelyn is a professor. So things are becoming even more interconnected. And I'm only at 65%. Whew. Yeah, so that's what's going on. You'll have to update us next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, I'm really interested in it, but it is like... How, way who different told you to read this my old boss from one of my jobs who actually has a daughter named maya wow connection okay yeah so she recommended this book and i'm glad i picked it up no it sounds like very interesting it is very interesting it's just like if i would have seen that cover i would have yeah. never picked that book up it's very slow and at the beginning it's one of those where it didn't like explain anything it was just like Cressy and Ginny and the baby and the peg and Ted and the war. And I was like, damn. I had no idea what was going on until probably like 25% and I almost DNF'd it. I feel so bad. It's knowing so much more now. Um, I feel so bad for Ed and Peg. I know. So basically, we still don't know where Eddie is, if he's like alive or dead. Damn. Isn't, can't like Ted and Ed be kind of the same name? Yeah, but it's I know not. Ted is like Theodore, but. So she's dating, like, two ads, basically. I know, but one's really bad. And Chad never even, like, lets Peg come visit, like, all this drama. So Man. Alice never really gets to see her mom. Um, Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, maybe <Hope> oversharing. <laughs> Hope you guys, uh, you Stuck know. around. Yeah, that was a wild ride. Wow. The parrot's so, on the cover. No, yeah, that's the, that's what I saw. I thought you were reading a book about parrots. That was weird. Um... He's really wise. I have a bad feeling that he's, like, going to die or something. That looks like the cover. This is, like, very niche, and (laughs) I have a feeling Jen won't get it. But in school, when I was in elementary school, we would watch these, like, nature videos. and Back in the 80s? Yeah. The screen would go (laughs) white, and that parrot would fly across the the screen, and that would signal that the episode was about to start. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's very niche, if you guys understand that. And then it would be, like, a little video about, like, elephants or, like, like a nature Was this, like, the TV that they had to roll into the room? I remember that. I like your socks, by the way. I know I always tell you that, I think. I think you've said it three times today. (laughs) Today? Today. 
guys what you're lying no what yeah you said it like right when i walked out of my house and then you said it again i think at press or the bookstore guys i'm stunned yeah but that makes sense guys they're from vans they're the green and like beige checkered ones i know i've complimented them them. on a different day i got but i didn't know i had complimented them three times today i want to go back and get all the other colors what other colors what other colors i just remember there being a lot and holy fuck i'm gonna need to google this afterwards i'm in like a shopping perfect ones to wear like with your burks remind me to have you smell the new perfume i got from zara guys i got apple juice okay this is enough bye bye